The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, a sixth event podcast, video event one-shots, and an additional video D&D campaign. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dumb Dumbs and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise dice today. Welcome back, Initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. The mystery punchers were ambushed at Helmfirth Curiosities, but were fortunate enough to escape relatively unscathed. Red shot some opposing gangsters, Adrian used enemies as weapons, and Richter managed to save a magical mirror before they were rescued by Red's childhood bully and mysterious green lightning. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. You'd wanted to come up with a case name for this, Tracy, uh, but it's hard to, with the tears in your eyes, um, as you look down at the broken, uh, ancient, you're sure, you don't, you don't have any proof of this, but you're pretty sure ancient vase that you managed to rescue uh, from uh, the uh, sketchy antique shop across town. Uh, not not uh, not that that cool guy Richter's place. You, you think his stuff's kind of fun, but um, uh, Helmfirth uh, uh, dressings and gadgets is, uh, is slightly too stuffy for your tastes. And uh, even though your parents uh, say it's it's nice and it's where nice people shop, um, you've always thought it's a bit too stuffy. Um, but you were pretty sure that this this vase uh, was going to be the key to something. You weren't sure what yet, but you were pretty sure there was a mystery. And you thought if maybe, just maybe, you could get it back to, to Addie and Sally, maybe the three of you could really, like, knock your heads together. And sure, Benny would probably help, but, you know, he's never too much <laughs> help in these situations. Um, but now this mystery, the mystery of the no doubt ancient and mysterious vase, has been cut short by the freckled terror you know, as Devin Carroll. So Devin's family lives three doors down, and he is the fifth of eight boys. Um, and they are pretty much an institution at your school at this point. 
Um, all the teachers uh, know the Carol Boys. All the teachers hate the Carol Boys. Um, and they've kind of been a, uh, a hilarious, long-standing plague um, on uh, your, your local school, um, largely because there have just been so goddamn many of them, uh, and they've all got an <laughs> attitude. So uh, in this particular case, uh, while you've been proudly uh, sneaking this vase home, um, Devin uh, had snuck up behind you uh, and scared you, which is something you hate and that you can't abide because in your your dreams of who you could be, uh, you know, Tracy Jones doesn't get surprised by anybody. Um, but today you Tracy were... Tracy Jones surprises people. Exactly, exactly. Um, and so as you look down at the, the broken vase um, through kind of the, the mist of tears, uh, you just hear Devin's kind of taunting voice over your shoulder uh, saying... Oh, I'm sorry, Tracy. Were you going to solve another case? Maybe we should call you Casey Jones. I want to punch him in the face. Uh, okay, so um, go ahead and roll a brawl check, please. Mm. You can use adult red stats, but just imagine yeah. your fists are tiny and untrained. Oh, fighting brawl. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh... Ooh, Okay. Uh, that is, that's a success. A success? Um, all right, yes. so you, uh, you swing for his head. Uh, unfortunately, I rolled hella good on my dodge. Um, and as all bullies seem to be able to do Matrix style throughout time in every child's life, um, he moves aside easily, um, and just, uh, lets your, your own momentum kind of make you stumble, um, and, uh, trip. Uh, and you, you, you cut your knee on one of the shards of, uh, of, of the vase. Um, and, uh, it stings, but not as much as this, this humiliation. Um, and, uh, Devin says, oh, what's the matter, little Casey? You gonna cry? Um, and then, uh, suddenly, uh, as you kind of, like, look up through the, the, the veil of tears, um, you see him get shoved away. Um, and of all people, your savior is little Benny Jones, who despite being much smaller than both you and, uh, Devin says, hey, you leave her alone. We're on a case. And he um, he says, uh, he offers you his arm and he says, come on, Casey, I'll be Canny Jones. And besides, we Joneses need to stick together, uh, which is a, a joke the two of you have had, uh, despite having no relation. Uh, you often joke that uh, that you're, you're just distant cousins twice removed. And if only you could find the ancient family crypt that you're sure is somewhere in town, <laughs> you'd be able to prove it. Um, so, uh, you hear, uh, Devin just kind of scoff, uh, and sort of turn to his cronies and laugh. Um, and, uh, he says, come on, kids, let's, let's go harass that old weirdo in his shop. Um, and, uh, they, uh, they rush off in, uh, the direction of, of Helmforth Curiosities. Um, so Benny leads you away, Tracy, um, and, uh, you kind of walk, um, through a, a back pathway that you're you're pretty sure is is only known to uh, to you and your gang, and um, uh, Benny says, uh, "So um, it looks looks like you fell pretty hard, and I mean that that cursed vase was probably real jagged because like that's how I would do it. I would trap it with jagged edges. So it's only fair that you got cut because you're the strongest one. So like of course it would." Because, like, if it if it was me or Sally or, God help us, Addy, I, I'm pretty sure we'd all just be dead. And then you both kind of, like, he kind of chuckles. He's like, can you imagine Addy trying to stand in front of a punch? <laughs> uh, and then he, um, uh, uh, he, he, like, you can tell he's, he's trying to be, like, extra charming kind of on your behalf and give you the space to kind of uh, stiff up or lip it. Um, how do you respond? Uh... Yeah, she's gonna laugh and like use that as an opportunity, kind of, to turn away and like, desperate, you know, like really quickly, uh, wipe her tears away from her face um, as if they were never there. Um, and then she's just gonna turn around and be like, "We're gonna show him someday, Benny. We're gonna show him who's boss. Yeah, we're gonna break something. Let's break something of his. Yeah. Oh, we should totally break something of his." But I mean, like, and then he, like, leans in conspiratorially. He's like, I don't think he has anything nice enough to break. I'll break his face. 
As I said, he doesn't have anything nice enough to break. Nice! And then um, she's going to hold up her hand to high-five him. Uh, and he's, like, his eyes go wide. Like, this is a rare thing to get. And so he's like, we're inventing yeah. this! 1920s! Um, <laughs> and uh, the two of you uh, continue on, because you know that if there's one person who could figure out what you could break of uh, of Devin Carroll's to really get back at him, uh, it would be the brains of the operation, Um Addie Diesel. So you arrive at Addie's house and uh, a groundskeeper uh, who you've, you've always thought is a bit of a weirdo uh, just kind of uh, waves to you and a cat walks by and rubs up against his leg. Uh, you've always thought there's something suspicious about him uh, and though you have no proof, you think he might be a ghost. Um, but Addie insists he's seen him go to sleep and eat and uh, use the bathroom and so he's, he's pretty sure that like ghosts don't do that but until you have proof otherwise, maybe. Um, you are led uh, uh, sort of up and through the house um, to Addie's room where he is sitting over uh, his desk. And Addie, you are, uh, today is a, a, uh, a figurative red letter day, although it did in fact come in the form of a letter. Um, but you finally got the decoder ring that you sent away for. So decoder rings aren't a thing at this time in, in history, uh, but Addy, you being a little weirdo, uh, you basically managed to find an obscure puzzle um, in one of your, your dad's discarded newspapers, uh, it solved it, and sent the solution to an address. And they've shipped you back this ring. It seems to be made of metal, and there's a bunch of, uh, there's sort of a stylized letter A in the middle, uh, and a bunch of knobs and dials. Uh, however, as soon as you hear the door slam open behind you, which is not how a civilized person opens a door, you know, um, you realize that uh, Benny and um, Tracy have just arrived, and neither of them will appreciate this new puzzle you found, because uh, Red's pretty sure there's better mysteries to punch elsewhere, but you're pretty sure this is up to something. So you, you fold the letter uh, from the Ambrosia Foundation up um, and kind of quietly tuck it to the side of, uh, of your desk, uh, and turn to face them. Yeah, that's a mystery, not a mystery to be punched. Uh, <laughs> Tracy, Benny, good to see you both, because he's one of those, like, tall, lanky kids, but he sounds like an adult. Yep. Um, and uh, Benny's like, okay, Addy, we've got serious mystery puncher business. Tracy, you tell him. Oh, so... Okay, you know that, like, super antique, mysterious, definitely magical vase that I was, you know, we all agreed was going to be super magical and mysterious? Yeah, the one you kept talking about stealing. You're yeah. not supposed to well, steal, Tracy. I stole it. <sighs> okay, it's what I do. Get but now we're going to go to jail. I don't, want to, not, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want you to go to not, jail. We're not going to go to jail. I'm in a dress. You're it's right. fine. My family They're can afford good lawyers. It's fine. Exactly. Do you know what? Just don't tell the police anything. You have to keep it keep it inside. That's what they There's said. There's no police. Oh my. Okay. No. No. Listen. Listen. I had the vase. It was definitely magical. And then, and then Devil Carol pushed me over, and it broke. And I'm sorry. But you know what? I'm gonna break his face. So it doesn't even matter. Answering a crime with a crime with a crime, it's just crimes the whole way down. This doesn't seem like a mature way to solve the problem. Uh, well, and you what hear, else like, is his? You see a little face peek around the corner uh, and you recognize Sally um, with her kind of like almost white blonde hair, uh, just kind of like peeking in, being like, um, hi, uh, Tracy. Um, I, 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 got, I got word as, as soon as Benny yelled over the fence, I came as quickly as I could. Um, I, I agree with with Addie. I don't I don't think we should commit more crimes to answer crimes. Then we're no better than that no good Devin Carroll. Well, how is he gonna learn? We have I, to teach him a lesson. And Benny's like, yeah, okay. So I'm on it. Um, so Addie, we think we should break something of his. Not his face necessarily, because we know his face isn't that good, and he probably doesn't care about it. But like, what if we could break something of his? that he really likes. And it's not necessarily a crime if it, you know, accidentally falls off something. So what can we break? You're the, you're the brains of the operation. Um, what do you think he really cares about mostest in the world at this? So <laughs> I just want to be clear. We're doing this for justice. This The goal of this is to prevent future crimes, right? 
Um, yeah. And, and Sally uh, steps forward and does that thing she occasionally does where when there's actually no danger, she can stand up for, for Tracy. Uh, and she crosses her arms and just goes, and besides, no one messes with the mystery punchers. Justice exactly. must be served. And it's a dish best served at an appropriate dining time. And then she looks around. She's like, I'm sorry, I'm not good at expressions. That's okay. You got the sentiment across. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she crosses her arms again. I understand it more emotionally now. Um, okay. There's something I haven't told anyone because it's not a secret that a gentleman would share. But Devin Carroll inherited some, shall we say, old-timey inappropriate photographs of women folk from his brothers that he's hiding in the woods. If we destroy that, I think it's the only secret he has. Uh, and, and, I mean, Re- Tracy looks very confused by this because uh, it's probably not something that she's come across uh, not being a teenage boy. But um, she's going to be like, oh, okay. Oh, okay, so we we find the pictures? Sally's we, like, we, inappropriate because they're voting? What? <laughs> Do they <laughs> have rights? Uh, I would like pr- to have some rights. If those are the photos, are we should get them people? and show people. Based yeah. on the photos, they don't even have clothes. Ah! Sally's so we like, them up? Did, yeah, or, or we can set them on fire. And she looks around and then kind of goes, oh, too far? Never. <laughs> Let's set them on fire in front I, of his face I, and I, then I break his face. I think we're really excited. Okay, why don't we just steal <laughs> them and then we can throw them in the garbage or something? We rip them up. And then... Uh, Benny kind of cocks an eyebrow and he's like, so, Adrian, dear, dear Adrian, how do you know? Have you seen him? Yeah, how do you know? He was, okay, so, I was just trying to do my math, and instead, (laughs) I was in the park, and he showed up and said, look at this if you're a man, and I was like, I am not a man, but I am a young gentleman, as I have been told, and then he punched me, and then he said, look at this, and then he showed me the picture, and I was like, that's icky, and he was like, no, it's cool, and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's icky, and then I said, you shouldn't have that, and he says, from my brother, and then he hit me more, and then he went in to the woods, and I saw him go into the woods, so I know that's where the pictures are, because when he came back out, he got in trouble with a cop, who then checked his pockets, saying, are you bootlegging like your dad? And then he wasn't, so the naked pictures are in the woods. Oh, man, I can't believe he ran afoul of Sheriff Bart. Yep, or as I like to call him, a <laughs> cop, because I read so many true crime novels. <laughs> Uh, you also know that Benny is vaguely obsessed with the Wild West and has been insisting that everyone is, <laughs> like, a sheriff. He calls, like, the malt shop the saloon. Like, he's really committed to it. It's, you all, uh, you all kind of roll with it, but it's also kind of exhausting. Yep. Sure. Young Gun Carroll got his racy pictures past the sheriff. Well, we should definitely get those back, Benny says, for, for science. Only and then for we, science. And then we tear them up. We tear them up in front of his face. Uh, it, I, we don't want to be near his face. I don't want to get punched again. Yeah, it's I mean, okay. we I'll might be, be the mystery be punchers, the... but he's the mystery puncher puncher. Well, I'll be the I'll be doing the punching this time. I, I don't, based on our track record, I don't think that's a fair assumption. Like, right now, we're the mystery punchers, but when he's around, we're the not-so-mysterious punchies. Sally's like, um, I don't want to let anyone down. I think I can manage, like, a good shin kick, but I don't think my fisticuffs are up to snuff. See? That's the spirit! Where's your spirit, Benny? Where's your spirit, Addy? Let's, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's tear it up and then, I don't know, own this guy. Hey, what if we, what if we leave it in his bedroom? Like, we sneak into his house and just, like, leave the torn up pictures on his bed so he knows that someone found them and destroyed them yeah no this is starting to feel like a crime again that's breaking and entering this is destruction of property like i i thought it's assault okay Perhaps what about assault. just his mailbox that's public property yeah. sally's like i know the postal service and that is legal 
And it'll be vaguely like we're returning things he lost in the woods, which is littering, and that <gasps> is a crime. And we can and we can write property of Devin Carroll on them. Sally's like, I have great calligraphy. Yeah. Uh, and then she she puts in in her hand. She's like, mystery punchers. <laughs> mystery punchers. M- mystery punchers, but not crimes. Uh, meanwhile, uh, old man Richter, uh, or should I say man Richter? Yes. Um, (laughs) you are, uh, standing over, um, a cursed Egyptian vase that you had had your eye on across town and had finally got up the nerve to go by. You thought it was overpriced and also you just can't, um, abide, uh, the, uh, the woman who runs that particular shop, uh, Jessica Beatrice Fletcher. Um, she uh, she is a... Uh, you have like a, I would say, uh, frenemy, probably one-way romantic, but like Holt and... Um, uh, Wunsch? In uh, nine, 9 The Grackle, yeah. Uh, you can tell that uh, uh, good old JB always wants to like have tea with you. She insists she's got mysteries that you can help her solve. Um, as oh, she, she uh, does. But, she has some uh, photographs for you that have been but stolen you, uh, by the Carols. <laughs> you just keep keep saying no because, like, they're boring mysteries. Like, who murdered the local lamplighter? Like, who fucking yeah, who cares? Gives a shit. Um, Jesus. But uh, she Trying to she unravel the mysteries of the universe here, not the mysteries of you know that killing spree that's been going on in town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. That's, 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 that's a pleb mystery. Let Fucking the lame. A seemingly eternal chain of poisonings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, her nephew's in town, uh, which seems to happen at roughly every week, different nephew. Um, and as a result, you, uh, you know she'll be in a good mood because she just cleared his name of a local crime. Um, so you decided to go try and, and uh, bargain with her only to arrive to news that the vase had been stolen by a local miscreant, uh, which is a, a fear of yours because you have incredibly nice things at your shop, and uh, you know you're always worried that a pixie looksy is going to come along and and uh, just take take your your good spoons. Become a pixie looksy takesy. Exactly, which really you, yeah. you you wouldn't be able to abide. Um, so it's a real uh, problem when they go full PLT. Yeah, yeah, the PLT uh, bandits. So you um, you. Uh, left in a bit of a huff uh, and were walking along when you actually found the very vase you'd been seeking uh, broken on the ground uh, and seemingly uh, it has some blood on it. What do you make of this? Um, I'll, uh, I'll examine the pieces for how sharp they are. Mm-hmm. Um, does it look like somebody tried to pick this up and cut themselves? Uh, yeah, it could be that. Um, though you notice that, uh, based on your knowledge of fancy broken things, it does seem like the entire vase is there. Okay. Um, I'd like to, I mean, it's out here in the street, like, it's kind of like my time to really examine it. Is, is it an authentic vase? Like, like now that's kind of like cracked open and stuff like that, like, can, is it authentic or is it like a fake or something like that? Uh, it is, it is very real. Um, it is, oh, is exactly what you were looking for. Um, you see um, the uh, mark of uh, the mad pottery warlock um, uh, Amangut, who you've read about several times, and you, you've you've they're like you've seen some of his stuff at those pesky museums that never let you touch touch with your hands. But you want to look with your hands, not just with your stupid eye holes. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, this looks like an authentic Amangut. Um, but, uh, sadly, um, once shattered, uh, any enchantments that he wove into the structure, uh, will have dissipated. But this is interesting because it means that, uh, Jessica Fletcher might have a line on, uh, actual cursed supplies. Yeah. I'm going to try and collect all these pieces up and put them in like my briefcase or something like that. Um, you have like a paper and bag that a sandwich was in. You dump the sandwich and just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Shovel it. Well, I eat the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Just, I'm just like I'm in the in the middle of the street, crouched over a busted up vase, just wolfing down a sandwich cool. as fast as I can. Love it. Um, 
in the I'll, I'll collect it uh, in the hopes that there's a uh, maybe a reward in that I return mm. this to her. Maybe I can get my hands on a different artifact. I can get a line on where she's getting these from. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hello, everyone. Uh, This is Tyler Hewitt, just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice... You can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else, so do that. Now. Well, not right now, but, you know. So you start to make your way uh, back across town to the, um, what the fuck did I call it? Something stupid like furnishings and gadgets. Um, Yeah. Helmforth furnishings and gadgets, I believe. Great. Um, You start making your way across and uh, you uh, are are astounded as uh, a bunch of kids kind of rush past you in, in classic, like, you know, guy crossing the street and kids rush by way. You're like spun around twice and you almost drop your bag. You're worried that if it breaks twice, you might not be able to get anything for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as they, they run past, Sally says, oh, sorry, Mr. Richter. Off to solve a mystery. You, should, you kids should watch where you're going. We are. Our eyes are on the prize. The prize is someone's face. Uh, I mean, I just, uh, the inane ramblings of children, and I just go about my day, like, that has nothing to do with me whatsoever. Amazing. Um, so, uh, we follow the, the mystery punters as they, they run into the woods. Um, it's, uh, it's kind of like, uh, late afternoon, dusk is kind of coming on, uh, early evenings coming on, so, uh, you know you'll lose the light soon, and, um, the woods are, are fairly, um, Fairly thick. Um, Addy, I imagine you don't spend a ton of time outside. No. Red, or sorry, Tracy, do you think you, you're an outdoor oh, I kid? Spend my, I spend my life outside. Yeah, so Sally, Sally, you know, is pretty sheltered because her parents are a bit weird. Um, but certainly nothing sinister. You don't <laughs> think. Um, but, um, yeah, um, and Benny's kind of indifferent. Uh, he's, he's kind of a midpoint between... Um, Tracy and uh, Adrian in that he doesn't love being out here, but like he, you know, he can manage. So um, all of you rush into the uh, the forest. Um, can Addy, can you roll me a spot hidden check, please? Yes. Do I just use my old stats, even though yes. he'd be bad at this? Cool. Oh, uh, yeah. This version of Adrian is dumb as a fence post. <laughs> um. All right, Ryan, set your, um, try and roll under a 20, please. Oh, my God, I rolled 16. Whoa. Nice. Very good. Um, all right, I think I actually made that harder on you rather than easier. I don't know how these stats You work. did, but it's all good. You did. You made it exceptionally uh, difficult. It's, uh, it's dark outside. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, you don't have he walks eyes. in the forest and he decides to, like, 
try to do like Sherlock from what he's read, where he's like, all right, I'm I'm the fifth of eight sons, which means I have things to live up to, but I also have people below me. I'm a miscreant. I spend my time outside and punching fulfills me with who I am. Where would I put forbidden things in the woods? And then uh, as you, you look around, um, to your surprise, uh, you see your beloved cat Sprinkles. Um, just uh, licking his, his paw and then kind of doing the, the cat behind the ear thing. Uh, and then he arches his back and kind of scurries away. But sure enough, under that log, there seems to be a, a metal box. Like a, like a, from the Great War, it would seem. Very rusted and old, but um, and uh, seemingly just kind of tucked in amongst the leaves. Then I go over and I slide it out. And I just see and like paint across the top. Like a fancy stencil, it just says pornographia uh, in like Latin. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, I, th- I think I found it. Uh, and then I open it up and I'm like, ew, <laughs> it's real. <laughs> um, so, yeah, sure enough, uh, inside um, there are uh, a bunch of like uh, very faded, very in sepia um, sort of pictures of uh, of women in what at the time would be incredibly explicit poses, like reclining on a couch um showing an ankle whoa 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 they're not whores Um, (laughs) she's not even wearing shoes guys she's not even wearing shoes they have toes just like us um tracy you don't have shoulders do you (laughs) (laughs) um do do you think any of you um investigate like so obviously there's the photos do you investigate the box at all or would you just be focused on the photos i feel like addy would be focused more on the box to try not to look at the photos because they're confusing and spooky yep. so sally I'll be looking at the box too i'd be like whatever pictures of women like, like yeah yeah sally is, is like looking at the photos and like benny benny's trying not to but is very clearly like also looking at the photos but sally's just looking at the photos with like just pure vexation being like okay so they're not wearing clothes what else you got? What? I'm sorry. I thought they were going to be doing cool things like smoking and drinking. Uh, what's what, what, what's anyone supposed to do with these? And Betty's like, oh, I, I, I don't know. I better examine them to see if there's mysteries to punch. Um, and then he yeah, says, yeah, take it. Take a good look, Benny. Yeah. And he's, he's looking get- at it and he's like, interesting. I thought so. <laughs> interesting. Couches. Um, so um, yeah, you start examining the box, um, and with you hear um, like a, a rattle. And uh, Addy, uh, for you, like you, 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 you fuck with mysteries. This is great, but also Red. Uh, sorry, Tracy. For you, uh, n- nothing is ever as it seems. Of, of course, yeah. this can't just be a simple box. So, um, with a little bit of fiddling, you find that there's actually um, a piece of wood. Uh, in the the bottom of the box that's been painted to look like the rest of it. And if you were just looking at it, you'd assume the bottom is wood, but the outside is metal. Um, and with some jimmying, you manage to pop it up. Um, and um, under, uh, you find uh, a couple pictures of a very, very, like, picturesque, sculpted man with, like, a flowing mustache, um, posing, flexing, uh, and you notice that he's not wearing any pants. Uh, in one, his buttocks are spectacularly well crafted. Like this, this is truly a bodybuilder, a man who could lift triangular weights over his head. Um, but in the other one, he's he's just kind of um, you know posing forward and he's just hanging out there for all to see. Oh my God, is that Devin's dad? <laughs> what? I've never got a good look at his dad. It's just, it just seems like Why the would type. He why would he have a picture of his dad in this box, hidden away? Maybe he doesn't none know of, it's in there. None of this makes sense. Who is this guy? Is there any writing on the back of the pictures or anything like that? Um, yeah, uh, you can see that um, they have been uh, sort of taken out of a magazine, um, and uh, it seems he's a famed bodybuilder um, by the name of... Uh, Justin Ackers. Uh, Benny, there's a guy here with no pants who I'm equally uncomfortable with. Can you look at this to solve the mystery? You're more comfortable. And I just give him the, the photos of the guy. So Benny holds holds the, the photo up next to the other two, and he's looking back and forth between them, and he's like, okay. And he holds up the lady's photos, and he's like, no discernible mustaches. He holds up the man's photos, like, mustache. And then he holds up the lady's photos, and he's like, 
couches. And then he holds up the other one. And he's like, only a chair so he can pose. And then he kind of looks back and forth between them and nods to himself. He says, I think I need to investigate these further. Uh, and then he's just clearly like taking his time with these photos, um, examining them. Um, Sally uh, looks over, uh, sees the naked man and blushes and kind of like walks away being like, oh, OK, well, no, this this mystery got too intense for me. I'm, I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. Um, uh, so the three of you uh, or the four of you rather continue to kind of check the box. There doesn't seem to be anything else uh, there, but you definitely have the photos and you and um, uh, Addy, you definitely see the one that um, Devin forced you to look at. So, like, the, these are definitely the uh, the appropriate pictures. So these are them. But I don't understand why they had to be so secret. And why are there secret pictures within a secret box? Yeah, I don't know. Is there some way we could talk to Devin about it? Like, maybe okay. he would share his secrets? Yeah, maybe if we punch it out of him. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want to do the punching. I told you, I'm going to get punched. Okay, well, I'll do the punching, and you do the talking. That's what you're good at, and that's what I'm good at. And it'll be like that forever. All right, well, we said we were going to go to his mailbox. What if we keep the pictures, but we write a letter to him that says, meet us at a certain time, and then we say, I will get you, Moriarty. And then we can, like, be like, come alone, so he can't bring his gang. Yeah, yeah, or we'll, or we'll burn, what should we call the pictures? We need a code. I wish oh. I brought my ring. Uh, what? Your your ring? I, I, sorry, I was just a uh, homework. Okay, or or we'll bring, or we'll bring the ladies. Yeah, so we, so we go come to the meeting alone, or or, or we'll burn the ladies. <laughs> no, wait, no. Okay, that sounds bad. Okay, what if we say, uh, come alone, or. We'll burn Justin Eggers. I mean, that seems clear, and I mean, it's, yeah, let's let's do that, and we can yeah. say and his and, and his friends, and we'll do yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, so he knows that we know about the secret pictures. Okay, so I like take out a a piece of paper because I feel like Adrian at this point is a guy who writes down most things at most times, uh, and I would like to write our oddly polite ransom letter about these pictures, uh, setting a time like, I, I know I get up early, but Tracy, you tend to sleep in and Benny and Sally, they, we've all got like different bedtimes. So like, what time do we want to set this for tomorrow for the meetup? I don't know, like 11. Okay. And where do we want to meet? Uh, where's a good place for punch? I mean, talking. Okay. We need somewhere that's like at the edge of town. So people won't be around. And tomorrow is a Saturday. What if we meet near the church? Because everybody's yeah. only there on Sundays. Yeah. Sally's like, okay. I can't go if we're going to meet on Sunday. I have to go to church with my parents. As you know, they're very strict about that. No, tomorrow on Saturday. So why don't we meet behind the church? We also go to church on Saturdays. What? It's is okay. that why you don't come do stuff on weekends? Yeah, they're pretty strict. Anytime I'm not studying, I'm supposed to be going with them. Wait, um, lame. Could, if you go to church, could you, like, go to the bathroom at, like, 11 and then just come outside to do yeah. the meet? Her eyes go wide, and she's like, sneak out yeah. of church? She's <laughs> like, okay, wow. Um, Remember, we're doing this for justice, so Jesus always says yeah, you have honestly, to do the right thing. You know, like truth thing. be told, if I just confess the next week to something similar, I'm pretty sure. Like, Jesus mm -hmm. sounds like a good guy. I think he'll let me, let me off, although... I don't know. Affable. Yeah. Well, I mean, but he's not like the Jesus they told us about at school, though. Like, um, they just, they, I don't know. They they keep saying that he he's a mean guy, um, which is weird because I, I thought he was supposed to be like a nice guy. Uh, oh, oh I, from what I've heard, it's God that's the mean guy. Because I read the Old Testament and I was like, this is a lot of turning people into salt. But then I read the New Testament and oh. it was like forgiveness and soul. Okay, saving. yeah, the turning people into salt thing sounds sounds better. Um, is, is he called the, the slaughter anywhere in there? I have trouble remembering all the words in Revelations, but I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, they were going to tell me about it uh, in Saturday school, which is our Saturday version of Sunday school, but I guess I can just slip out and I'll just learn about it later. Okay, but I'd like you to let me know what you learned, because this sounds like a really interesting sect. This sounds cool. 
Yeah, well, I mean, like, you, you guys can just come to church. I mean, like, the, you know, they always <laughs> no. say that the inheritors welcome anyone who's willing to, to seek the truth. Who are the inheritors? Oh, you know, like like all, all those people. I see, you know that, that like, image of, like, um, Jesus at the table with all, all those people? It's that, I think. I don't know. Again, like, I... Honestly, I don't pay a lot of attention in Saturday school because Sunday school is a lot as well. So I just kind of pay half attention to both. That's well, fair. I'll talk Honestly, to my... I've been thinking about the mysteries that we want to punch more than anything. Like, you know that that Skeleton guy we've been talking about? I think we should go after him soon. Oh, yeah. He's spooky. Yeah, Dr. Skeleton. So that's what I think yeah. about instead of listening. Okay. So, so you're going to sneak out and we're going to meet Devin behind the church and we're going to talk to him and she like winks but she's not very good at winking so it's like a it's like both eyes and it's held yeah <laughs> yeah open uh, mouth and benny's like oh no tracy you got something in your eyes again quick get her some eye water no what no no i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine fine good okay Benny, well, I... fragile suppose so um all right so ryan you have something Oh, I, I, <laughs> Benny, stop spitting in your hands and calling it eye water. Oh I keep telling God. you that's not a thing. Look, it's only mouth water when it's in my mouth. As soon as it's in my hands, it can be <laughs> eye water or really any other water it needs to be. Look, you're the Brady one. You should understand innovation and invention. Do you know what? All right, I'm going to go drop off this letter, and then tomorrow we can lead Devin to the church and, and solve this all out. It'll be just like leading a lamb to the slaughter, huh? And Sally's like, yeah, yeah blood! Maybe? Um, Richter, uh, you arrive at the shop um, to find uh, a sign has been placed in the window uh, saying um, closing sale. Um, all, all items must go. And uh, you enter uh, to find um, Jessica starting to, to pack, up, uh, pack up her things. And she's dealing with some uh, some pixie looksies who um, are currently really doing a lot of of looksying and not a lot of pixieing, um, and she's like, "Oh yes, dear, that's a very nice item indeed. Um, you should perhaps purchase that. After all, it is on a discount." Um, I just want to make sure I understand. Yes, the situation. I came here once already about the vase, yep. and she said it was stolen. That's correct. And there was no closing sale at that time. Admittedly, uh, so there's no sign at that time, for sure. Uh, you didn't spend a lot of time talking to her, uh, and also, being Richter, there may have been evidence of this, and she may have mentioned it, but <laughs> yeah. it really didn't. It's not you about, were about, not about the about vase. Vases, yeah. So, yeah. Tingling, tingling, vase, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm here from Vase uh, Magazine. <clears throat> I will... Um, I'll walk. I'll walk in and just kind of pretend to peruse the store, but really, I'll just be keeping an eye on their exchange, so that when it wraps up, I can get in there before the next person to talk to her. Cool. So, um, true to their name, they don't uh, really pick anything, um, and uh, you can see she's a little disappointed. Uh, but then she just kind of shrugs um, and uh, goes to start helping another um, people, pair of people who are looking. Um, and you, you duck in front of them dramatically, and she yeah. says, Oh, uh, hello, Richter, you're back. Uh, yes, hello, uh, Miss Fletcher. I, um, I do believe I have something you've been looking for. Um, and uh, I'll just, like, empty out the bag, like, on her counter. Oh, dear. Just, like, crumbs and well, vase pieces. It would seem that a very hungry bandit has destroyed my prized vase. That's one more I mystery found... solved by me, J.B. Fletcher, world's greatest detective. <laughs> I uh, I found it like this out on the street, actually. Um, there's a little bit of blood, actually. If you have a look here and here and here, um, it appears someone maybe cuts themselves uh, trying to pick up the pieces. Hmm. Um, but uh, I must admit, uh, in its compromised state, I did... Give it a once over, and it is in fact a genuine Amangut. I was wondering, uh, since I returned it to you, could you tell me about how you receive these uh, fine, fine sculptures? Um, and uh, she just kind of nods and says, "Well, I suppose there's no harm in it now. After all, I am closing up shop. Um, I, I have a supplier, uh, a very, uh, a very nice man." Um, 
he uh, he's been working on some archaeological digs, uh, and he uh, he was kind enough to to uh, send along anything that uh, his employer was was not uh, interested in, uh, which I thought was was very kind of him. Very bright young fellow. I think he's he's really going places. Um, a similar accent to yours, actually. Um, uh, name of Reinheimer, I believe. Uh, a very bright young man. I know there's been some some uh, talk of unpleasantness with uh, with with uh, your your uh, home nation and 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 uh, obviously the the repercussions of the war are still still felt today. But um, you know, I he seems like a nice enough fellow, and he certainly supplied yeah. me with some wonderful finds. It's just a shame that the curious <coughs> case of the pixie looksy ended in the destruction of this one. Uh, yeah, that's uh, a real shame there. Uh, so could you perhaps... Um, <laughs> uh, is, uh, uh, you know, to keep um, the business coming to Helmfort, um, perhaps organize a meet between myself and your archaeologist friend? Oh, I'm afraid this was the last box he sent me. Um, but I've got a few left over I couldn't move. I've, I've decided to uh, to give up the, the uh, antiquing gig. I don't think antiquing will ever particularly take hold here in America. It's something I thought I would try my hand at, but I've always been more curious about the solving of mysteries and the stories I encounter within them. So I'm going to go follow my dreams of being a mystery writer, and I'm moving to Cabot Cove. It's a small growing town nearby that doesn't exist in any other franchises, I'm told. That sounds uh, riveting, really. Um, so where are the uh, additional pieces that uh, came with this one? Uh, I like well, how this has two completely separate bits, which is like, I'm going to talk about this thing I like. And he's like, give me my box. Give me my box. Just give it. Um, I don't care. So uh, she says, well, Victor, I'd always hoped that perhaps one day we would give in to our more carnal passions and, and uh, we would... Perhaps even one day get married and I could be Mrs. Richter, grow old and become Mrs. Old Richter. But um, it would seem What's Richter willing to do for a box? It it would seem our destinies are are going in different directions. Um, So... So is it in the back? uh, I will happily give you all of the curiosities you like for the cost of a single kiss. So that I have something to tide me over on those long, lonely days in Cabot Cove where I'm sure no mysteries will befall me. <laughs> you you will give me your entire stock in exchange for a single kiss? Truth be told, most of this junk is completely worthless. After all, who wants a dusty old vase? Well, I mean, I will be the judge of that. Um, <laughs> who would you want your kiss from? Oh. <laughs> uh... She uh, shakes her head and she just says, Ha, a mystery not even you can solve. It's you, Richter. It's always been you. Oh, Fräulein, let's do this. <laughs> um, so you lean in and just, for... Yeah, you, you, it is the most transactional kiss oh ever. Just pursed lips like... Just like a Aunt face touching. Once a year at the family reunion, peck on a cheek. Oh my kind god. Of. Yeah. And uh, as she pulls away, she says, hmm, so much for the famed German engineering. Well, <laughs> my stock is yours. Um, but uh, do be careful. Uh, there's a, a particularly fragile looking mirror uh, in one of the boxes. Uh, in fact, the one this very vase came in. Uh, if you'll excuse me, I have to go sell the rest of this so I can buy one of those bicycles to ride around Cabot Cove in. Farewell. I, do, 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 she's do. talking about bicycles, yeah. and I'm already, like, going oh through. So uh, she lets you into the back room, we, and yeah. sure enough, in the, the box um, that she indicated, um, you pull out a, uh, a small uh, mirror with just uh, ancient, ancient silver backing. Um, you've been around spooky shit long enough to know that you don't look a spooky mirror directly in the face. Um, so you kind of quickly cover it, uh, and you see a, a small plate under it uh, that says uh, Samael, Singer of the Galaxy. And you can see, just from the corner of the glass, that you can see that uh, the glass is um, a fathomless black, which is more than enough to tell you it's time to wrap this and investigate it. 
Um, meanwhile, um, you the fated day has arrived. Uh, that fated day being Saturday. Um, you are Tomorrow. out, the, the next out day. behind. <laughs> yes, after hours and hours of waiting, um, you're out behind the church, and uh, the time has come. Uh, you look around. Um, Sally comes like falling out of uh, a window, and she's like, "I found a window in the girls' room." It was a bit high, so I had to stack some stuff, but I think I, I did it. And then she look, looks down, and her, like, pure white uh, Saturday church best is now, like, brown at best. And she's like, oh, fiddlesticks. It's okay. We'll, it's okay. We'll clean it. Your parents will understand. It's for the greater good. She, like, like looks looks at you, looks to hey, Addie, like, her parents Benny, will not understand. Benny, you take the box. Tracy, you're ready for punching. Yeah. Okay, uh, Sally, you and I are gonna try to clean off that dress. Uh, <laughs> he just goes like trying to like brush it off, and like he's got a like a, a little canteen with some water that he'll try to use because he didn't know how long negotiations would take. She occasionally <laughs> spins as though she's going through a mystical transformation. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, you manage to get the dress somewhat clean. Um, the time comes, uh, and there's no sign of Devin. Do you destroy the pictures? Uh, I think, I mean, I think they wait for a bit. I would wait for a bit because I want this, like, sweet, sweet, like, look. I want to see the look on this guy's face. Um, <sighs> so you you wait for some time. Uh, Addie, you grow increasingly upset that you wasted your entire canteen on this dress uh, because you really could have used some hydration at this point. I'm so um, dry. She has to go back in uh, eventually, um, and the two of you with Benny end up spending most of the day um, sitting as the, the shadow of the church uh, continues to grow longer and longer and longer. You hear everyone leave. You catch Sally's eye. Um, you can see that uh, her uh, her mom is clearly kind of twisting her arm as she walks away, and you see her wince. Um, but... Um, Yep, the uh, evening falls and there's no there's no sign of Devin. Addie, are you sure that you put it in his mailbox? Yeah, but I'm realizing we don't know if he got it. Like, what if his mom opened the letter? Well, then we have to go to his house. We have to go to his house and see if it's still in the mailbox. And she's going to start running. Here we go again. Uh, he'll <laughs> start running after so, with Benny. So, um, the two of you... Uh, start to run. Um, Benny's like collecting up the photos to, to bring up the rear. Um, <laughs> when he, he sees, uh, sees someone in the trees uh, and he just kind of yells after you guys like, uh, you guys go on ahead. I'll be there in a sec. Um, and then little Benny Jones um, walked over uh, to the tree line. Uh, and the two of you ran all the way to Devin's house. Um, Devin wasn't home. The mailbox was empty. Uh, and, um, you didn't quite get up the nerve to go knock on the door, because that seems, seems a little too forward. Um, but, uh, a few, you're just kind of, like, waiting across the street trying to figure out what to do next. Um, when, uh, Benny, uh, comes walking up, uh, and you notice he's, he's not carrying the box anymore. And, um, you see that, uh, he actually seems to, uh, seems to be a little upset. He almost seems to have, um, tears in his eyes. Where's where's the box? Where are the pictures? Um, it, it's okay. I took care of it. Uh, I destroyed them. We're we're, we're all good. What? Yeah. We really uh, we really we, no, we really stuck it to him. Um, Tracy, we really stuck it to him. Good. He uh, yeah. What? You did it without me? Wait, he showed up. Uh, yeah, no. yeah. He uh, he was he was nearby, and uh, he got the drop on me. So so I, I burned them, just like Sally said. I I, uh, I burned them, and they're gone, and we did it. So. Um, he, he, what? he swore vengeance on us, um, and, uh, we're good now. Why are you crying? Uh, I'm not. Just, just like you weren't. Right? Sometimes we I all, wasn't uh... crying. No, and, and neither am I. And he, he gives you, like, a remarkably, um, level look. Uh, and he, um, kind of, like, rubs his arm across his nose and just says, Um, look, Tracy, sometimes we all, uh, cut our knee on a vase, Okay. So, can we just leave this, please? I'm mad. I'm mad that you that you burned the pictures without me. Yep. But well, fine. That, I guess we're we're even then. Um, and then uh, 
And he's just like looking between the two of them because they've just talked in not a great code. And he's aware this is a lie. But like, why doesn't he get to know what the truth is? Um, so Benny, Benny kind of wanders off. And uh, Tracy, you're, you're content to let him. Um, and you're still in a bit of a huff when you see a particularly mysterious sight. Um, you kind of see one street sort of like across the street and a little ways down uh, the stooped silhouette of a man dragging a large crate uh, and you can hear the wood scraping against the the asphalt and if there's ever been a clue that a mystery might be afoot it's this oh we go spy on him <laughs> i just what if we just go home though like he's i, I just no! doesn't look like Devin. no I, I have been robbed of one victory today, Addy. One victory. I have been robbed of the thing that I want. So we're going to go punch another mystery. And that guy, that guy right there, he is, he's pushing something. But like, is it a body in there? Like, is it what happened to Benny a mystery? Because he seems very bothered and you both clearly lied about things in a way I don't understand. No, both of us weren't crying. We never cry. We don't cry. It's not a thing that we do. Okay? So it's fine. He probably just got intimidated by Devin because he's a shit. And now we just let, let him... He'll he'll be fine. He'll be fine. It's fine. It's done. So we're gonna go solve this new mystery because I need a mystery to solve because I've just been robbed of my mystery. Uh, and that is how the mystery punchers spent an evening watching old man Richter drag boxes across town. The good news was at the very very end of of his his labors. Uh, Red, you you saw him uh, tired, exhausted. Um, Swearing in a language you didn't recognize, but uh, you're pretty sure might be evil, um, based on what everyone's been saying about the war and such. Uh, you saw him, um, he knocked over one of the crates at one point, and uh, a box of spoons fell out. And there's just something about those spoons, something that might be worth stealing. Uh, and as a result, you just earmarked them as a possible take for a later date. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, back in the the safety of uh, of his room um, Benny Jones uh, reached into his pocket uh, and pulled out uh, one photo of the strong man and one photo of uh, the woman on the couch that Devin had let him keep and nodding to himself he slipped them both under his pillow and went to sleep This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at TheRyanLaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker at Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, and all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are Dum Dum Dice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 
Welcome to Magenta Presents, a new horror anthology hosted by me, Madame Magenta. We begin with the five-part miniseries Ghosted, starring Beth Eyre and Lucy Roslin. Perched on a rain-battered cliff edge is a former lighthouse. It's a charming, quirky boutique hotel. Owner and sole occupant Beth has spent months renovating, absorbing its essence into her bones. It's an old building. You'll get used to it. But to Beth's horror, her first guest is a figure from a past she has tried to forget. Kira? Beth? What the fuck? Face to face for the first time in years, the pair must reckon with old mistakes, old grievances. Beth, speak to shut me. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up! And something else. Oh, I can't bear it. What is that noise? Because the lighthouse has a past, too. Beth, he's right there. Why is there blood on your hands? We need to get out of here. Kira! <laughs> Kira! I can still see him! <laughs> Subscribe to Magenta Presents wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon, fans of the esoteric. Bye! (laughs) Magenta Presents.